Hey everyone, welcome to the Bobska Podcast. I'm Jordy. And I'm Haley. On this week's episode, we'll let you know what's been going on with us, what's new, and we're going to get into one of our favorite shows, The Kardashians, and we're going to give you some book recommendations based on your favorite K. So, what's new with you? Let's see, this past weekend i went to block island with my best friend and her girlfriend that was an adventure to say the (laughs) least we decided to rent bikes as soon as we got there because we were told everything was bikeable which it is if you're a biker um we learned the hard way that we have not biked in a long time i feel like i'm in pretty decent shape yeah and we left the rental place and three feet out of the gate I was struggling I was like what the heck is going on and then I realized whoever had the bike last had it on the hardest setting and I was like I was going into this expecting you know oh this is gonna be a a beachy beachy bike bike ride you know like it's gonna be nice and cool and everything's fun no it was a workout the whole time oh gross yeah we went and saw the lighthouse was it a sight it was a sight (laughs) yeah it was cute we went and saw the bluffs. We walked all the way down, 172 steps, walked wow. all the way back up. It was a lot of fun. Um, I could spend the entire day at the beach, so I enjoyed it. And then we finished off our day with food and drinks at this beach bar right on the beach, so it was a lot of fun. Totally my thing. And then we came back, we relaxed, had a good yeah. little weekend, and... I don't know. We'll figure out what this week has in store for me. Try to, you know, keep on packing the apartment. Yeah. Get all that set up. Still haven't heard anything about the movers coming, so that's a little stressful. But other than that, I'm doing good. Awesome. What's new with you? Well, what's funny, though, about the packing situation is we started packing in, um, like, I'm joking, but no. No. We started packing, like, in March. I was going to say February, so that's not that far off. And everybody was like, oh, you guys are crazy to pack that early. So early. What are you going to do? And we packed, like, one day, and we haven't packed since. No, that's not true. We we packed. We packed a lot. Yes, all of our books. And then we went through, and we, the next week, we donated a whole bunch of stuff, decided what we wanted to keep. I mean... But, like, getting rid of stuff is still, in my mind, part of the packing process because it's, like, you either have to pack it or get rid of it, you know? But, yeah. But we stopped. Like, we have not kept the stamina that we started. No. Packing is just so overwhelming for me. I I hate it. I would rather – I would give all the money that I had just to get somebody in here and I'll tell them, you know, I want to keep this, this, and this, everything else. Just, like, get rid of it for me. Like, toss it out. I don't need it. Like, or donate going, the good stuff, get rid of the trashy stuff. You I know? was going through my room and like looking through things that I haven't used in three years, but I couldn't get rid of it because and one thing like, I might need. Yeah, it. and it's like you look at it and you're like, oh, I forgot I had that, but, but I can't get rid of it now because like I know it's there. Now I know, and now I'm like, oh, this is so useful when I when I move on to this phase of my life. Yeah, I could one day use this for this one thing. Like there was something I had uh, planned out for if I ever get an office, and I'm like. I haven't even. Gr- You're years graduated. away from getting an office, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I finish my undergraduate. I have to. And then it's like probably by the time that you do get an office, you're not gonna want that. No. You're gonna want something else. And it's like so, give it to somebody who could use it right now. Exactly. So that's the hard thing about packing. Yeah. But I told everyone. And then I'm sorry. And no. I feel like also when it comes to packing, it's like how the heck did I accumulate all of this stuff? 
Like, why do I have all these things? Where do these things come from? I know. We We, sound like hoarders on this, but we are not. (laughs) I know, but we have gotten a lot of people's apartments, and I'm like, wow, we. I have a lot of junk. (laughs) I have so much junk. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, this is. We just gotta get rid of it. Yeah. We're fixing it, though. We are, we are working on... We're doing the inner work to fix this. Yes. <laughs> but um, I know you have exciting news to yes. share with us. So I shared with everyone that I have an interview coming up. But well, was, Last week you yeah. shared it, yeah. Um, it was that Monday, so the day after we recorded the podcast. And I got the job. I was offered Woo! an official job. That's so exciting. So you have somewhere to go when we move. Yes, yeah, so... You're not going to be jobless. <laughs> my ultimate goal is to become a social worker and work in prison reform and the incarcerated population, specifically children in prison or juvenile detention. So I got a job working with children next year. So like more experience in the school system because I've also been going back and forth between being a school social worker. But for now, my heart and passion is with uh, justice reform. So I'm just really excited though that I got the job and the exposure to work with more children. I love. Good, I'm excited for you. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get some great stories out of you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and oh, is today was my last Sunday working with Starbucks. Starbucks. Schmierbucks. Schmierbucks, right? <laughs> my last Sunday at this store that I've been at for three years. How do you I, feel about it? There's Even only moving on. There's only one person I'm going to miss three that I can think of. Oh, yeah. I always forget so rude. two of those people. Anyway. <laughs> so, will I really miss them? I don't know. <laughs> I worked with my favorite boss today, and on Friday, I get to work with my second favorite boss, <laughs> and then the rest of the week, I get to work with my third favorite person, so I am just to see all three of them before I go. All right. Well, thank you for the recap. <laughs> I'm glad everyone got in-depth with my favorite people. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for this episode because there's nothing we <laughs> love more than talking about one reality TV shows, of course, two trashy ones that a lot of people like to bash on, and at the top of the list are the Kardashians. For sure. For sure. One of our favorites. But before we dive into this season and what we love most <laughs> the new about Hulu them, show. yes, I'll ask you some questions. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. If you had to choose either one of the Kardashians or the Jenners, I don't uh-huh. know which way you'd sway, but <laughs> if we were to bring on like an honorary sister or, or if one of them could be our sister, which one would you want it to be? 100% Kim. Why? I love Kim so much. I think she's just, I think she's more intelligent than people give her credit for, for sure. And I think she's just so honest and she it just gives her opinion and I value it. And I think she's so great. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. I think I would want to have her as an older sister just because I think she does have a lot of knowledge and wisdom to impart, and no matter what happens, I think she would always have your back, yeah. and she would do whatever it takes to make sure that you're okay. That's going on. Yeah. I love her. All right. If you can have one of the Kardashians or Jenners as your best friend, or just to hang out with. Without a doubt, it would be Chloe. Chloe is probably one of my favorite Kardashians. I think she is my favorite Kardashian. Mm-hmm. 
and I think we're similar in a lot of ways and I think she would just be so fun to be with and she would just be such a great and loyal friend honestly yeah I think she's definitely a ride or die for everyone she loves yeah and she's so fun yeah I would pick might have to stick with Kim as my best friend best friend and sister Best friend and sister, and you're close, Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think she would just be fun. I think our temperaments are the same. I'm not. I don't think I'm like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, basically saying she's yeah okay. I'm basically Kim Kardashian. No, I'm not like her, but I think our temperaments are. Okay, Hells. What are your thoughts on this season of The Kardashians on Hulu? I love this so much more than the E version of the show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. (laughs) I think we're seeing a lot, kind of a lot more of them. Maybe they're being a lot more open than before. Yeah, it feels more candid. Like, not that the other one wasn't scripted and not that there's scripts that they go by, but this one feels like they're connecting with the audience more. Yeah, in some... I, yeah, I feel like we're just seeing a lot more into their life. Maybe it's the places that they are in life, like with Kim getting the divorce, also trying to become a lawyer, and Courtney finally in maybe a semi-healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're not getting a lot of Chloe. where on Keeping Up, we got a lot more of her life. Yeah, Chloe, and I feel like we don't really see any of Kylie at all. Yeah. And we get a little bit of Kendall. But not a whole lot. Um, I love the editing that they have going on with this series. I love the peach and pink colors and how they transition. I love that after each, like, break, what would have been a commercial break, we're not getting a recap on the last five minutes of stuff that happened because that used to be so annoying. Oh, yeah, like, the whole episode was a recap of what we just saw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this show is so much better and we're seeing a lot more of the kids which I kind of like yeah and everything just feels elevated yeah on the kids note though I don't know I take that back I don't really necessarily like seeing into their life yeah so I I completely take that back pretend that I never said that everybody (laughs) what you don't like the kid aspect yes because I forget that they're still too young to understand kind of the platform that they do have and how many people watch their parents' show. And I hope they get paid for it. I think they I'm sure do. Yeah. Something. Um, but specifically, a couple episodes ago, for anybody who's been watching, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Courtney got engaged to Tristan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would actually be crazy. Um, Courtney got engaged to Travis. And he had all of his kids come, but not hers. And when they recorded Courtney calling her children and telling them, which I thought was so inappropriate, that is such a vulnerable moment for anyone to find out. But they didn't include Mason, so I think they got permission from the kids if it could be aired, right? I mean, that would make sense to me, because why else not have... Mason's reaction. Maybe she couldn't even talk to Mason that night. Maybe he didn't pick up. Yeah, true. But why wouldn't you then show that you were trying to get a hold of him? I don't know, but if anyone <laughs> saw that, you saw that Penelope, like, freaked out and it was started crying. was very upset. And was I, don't so sense. I don't understand why Chris, like, Chris made the excuse that it would have been too hard to bring them, but it's like, 
I don't understand how it would have been too hard to bring them. And then second, it's like, that's their mom. Like, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you want them? Like, literally, it felt like everyone else in L.A. was going to this thing except for her kids. And then, yeah... And Scott didn't know that it was happening either, which, in all fairness, it doesn't, it's none of his business or anything like that, but it's like, you don't even want to, well, I don't want to say you don't want to involve your kids because Courtney made it clear that she She does wishes, yeah, that her kids were there. So that was uncomfortable. I thought that was so inappropriate to show because she was so sad and vulnerable and then... Penelope? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't like that and... We're seeing a lot more of um, Kim's children, which I think is interesting because Kanye used to be, like, so big on not showing his kids, so I'm wondering And not being part of the show. show. And we're also seeing more of him, yeah. and yeah. he's talking. Yeah, he was talking right to the camera. I was like, what's going on? I know. I was like, is this to save face for everything that's been going on with his stuff? I don't know. I, don't know. I think, though, to speak for the Kardashians, <laughs> <laughs> um, these first couple of episodes... As everyone who follows pop culture knows that Kanye has done a lot of things, pretty terrible things, mm-hmm. especially towards Kim and the Kardashian family, but they are still protecting his image in this show. Yeah. Like, Kim is still saying what a good dad he is. And, and like, good co-parent. how she wishes, like, it did work out, but she just isn't good, like, in a place to be with him. Mm-hmm. Like, she's still being loyal to him because that is the father of her children Mm -hmm. so I think that really speaks on her character of just being able to set aside the differences and stand up for the father of her kids yeah and I think it also says a lot on how they want their kids like to be I guess safe and comfortable Mm -hmm. as much as possible growing up in like a house where their parents aren't together anymore so I, I can't speak on experience at all, but I feel like it would make it a little bit better if both of your parents were getting along and had a healthy relationship mm-hmm. outside of their previous marriage. Yeah. Wow. I, those kids are going to have a crazy life, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Chris, we got to see the inside of her new home oh, this past episode. What do you think? Absolutely gorgeous. Do you like it better than... Her other one? The, I, not the first one, the second one, I guess. Yeah, the second one. I I loved the previous house she had. I loved seeing, you know, the huge staircase that went oh, up to yeah, the top and that huge foyer mm-hmm. open area. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the checkered tiles. Mm-hmm. I love, I'm obsessed with it. I love seeing that. But I, I think I do like her new house more just because it has a more modern feel. And I think for her... It was a fresh start, something new, and all, all of her hers. own. Yep. Yeah, and I thought it was gorgeous. I like that. Oh, I wanted to say, we are huge Rob Kardashian fans, the son. We love him so much. We've always been obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. And on this past episode, or the one before, whichever, on the new season of just Kardashians. Yeah, the episode where it was Chris's, Chris's birthday. birthday. That's right. Um, all of this, like, I was looking at the table trying to see who was at the party, and mm-hmm. I remember there was Chris at the head with her boyfriend. Corey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was an empty space and Chloe. And I was like, oh, who's in that empty space? And it wasn't Tristan, because, like, you could definitely see the height difference there, and there, it was, like, pretty even with Chloe. 
and then I saw a hat and like his nose and I was like, oh my gosh, it's Rob. <laughs> yeah, I remember we had to rewind just to see like, like a fraction bit. of his profile and we're like, oh my gosh, it is. Yeah, That's great. And so we love him. We want him to be on this show, but totally understand not wanting to be a part of it. Yeah. I do wish we got more of him because he was a gem. He He's is. A gem. He's a great guy. Yeah. Oh, love him. I love him. Thoughts on Kendall and Kylie? Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, the Jenners. Uh, I think there's, like, a lot of opinions about them. Obviously, the cucumber cutting <laughs> incident. If you guys haven't seen that, just Google it. You have to see it. It's hilarious. It's Kendall trying to cut a cucumber. And Comical. just everything that you're not supposed to do, she did. It was, like, it was very how, confusing. How did she? I don't know. I'm not their biggest fan. Don't hate them, but I would rather just watch the Kardashians, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. Not coming after anyone who's fans of Kendall or Kylie, but I feel like every time they get on the show and they talk, it's just, I get annoyed. Yeah. I feel, I guess I feel bad maybe because of their upbringing. They were raised in the spotlight. So things are. Yeah, I mean, everything makes sense, but. I don't know. It's kind of I just, like I don't buy out of with touch them. with reality. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If you're fans, let us know why you love them. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some more them. understanding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you think about Kim becoming a lawyer? I am so happy for her. I think a lot of people who aren't aware or don't watch the show or anything like that always like to bash on them for being idiots and not like, earning their place and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, they did kind of get lucky. And they definitely and, have privilege for their Yeah, life. but it's like, if you watch the show, you also know how hard they work for their projects or for their brands and stuff like I'm that. I'm not saying that they don't have immense help with all of this. Oh, yeah. Like, and but they even say on the show, like, they're not the sole yeah. brains behind the operation. Mm-hmm. But I think this just kind of puts everybody in their place when they say like they're dumb where it's like no she actually passed like yeah it took her a couple of times it takes a lot of people a lot of times so kudos to her i think it's such a great thing for her to be doing honestly with her platform oh i know i know you have lots of thoughts on everything that happened in this last episode so Take it away. <laughs> Educate us a little so, bit. So I am going to be going to school for my um, social, my master's in social work, and the community I want to work with is um, incarceration and criminal justice reform. So I'm very passionate about this, mm-hmm. and so seeing it on this show, I was just so like happy to see such a huge chunk of the episode dedicated to this. And what I was actually surprised with was how... Um, open they are about talking about individuals on death row and not shying away from the uncomfortable conversations of like oh like showing you who's on death row wrongfully convicted allegedly Who, um the yeah the on, yeah the show because it's like that's tough to watch yeah. and tough to see but like it's amazing that they did it because it raises so much awareness to issues that are going inside of the criminal justice system mm-hmm. i'm absolutely love that kim is using her platform in such a huge way that's Mm -hmm. so helpful like she's been given this platform in whatever way she got it but she's now using it as an opportunity to really make a change and even if not a change but just really 
putting the spotlight on such a broken system. Yeah, I will jump in real quick because I know in the last episode we talked about how we're such Taylor Swift fans. Oh, yeah. And I do want to say, first and foremost, we're always Taylor Swift fans. So it's sometimes hard to, like, separate (laughs) the two because we we love the Kardashians as well. But (laughs) when we were watching this last episode, there's a scene where Kim is with do you remember the guy's name that she works with? No. Oh, I'm totally blanking. But she's working with some other lawyer on this project that we've been talking about. And there's this huge whiteboard where it has lists of celebrity names, celebrity names that could get involved and help and different organizations and faith leaders and, you know, all this stuff to raise awareness for whichever case they're working on at the time. And I remember it was like panning over to where they were, and I saw Scooter Braun's name mm-hmm. on the list of celebrities, <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, yes." And this is about the Julius Jones case, mm-hmm. um, just for anybody who wants to know what we're talking about. And for those of you who don't know who Scooter Braun is, that oh, yeah. he's the man who bought Taylor's albums without her knowing the, the rights and the masters uh, and stuff like that. All that drama. And long story short. You see what I did there? Yeah. Long story short, um, she survived. She survived, but Taylor and Scooter and Taylor and the Kardashians all had bad blood. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was funny that we saw his name up on the board, given all of the drama between the Kardashians and Taylor Swift. So I really hope that she does pass the like official bar at the end of her law school journey. But regardless, I'm sure she's still going to use her platform for this. Yeah, to do something great. Because we were even saying, um, you know, if she doesn't pass the bar, she doesn't get this, she can still open up some sort of, I don't know, firm organization, something to either hire attorneys and get people working on these cases and raise Mm -hmm. awareness for pretty much anything that she wants to raise awareness for. So I think she can still do a lot of good, even if in the long run she either doesn't become an attorney or whatever. But she's passed the mini bar, so now she can go on to take the regular bar. I don't know. Don't she was, know she talks about how it works yeah. out in California. We're not legal experts on anything. Yeah. So um, we'll keep you posted, though, on what she does yeah. <laughs> eventually. All right. So for the book portion, we thought it would be fun. Well, we made a post a couple, maybe like a couple months ago, of Kardashian quotes and books that like fit that quote and so we thought it'd be fun to talk more in depth about that for this episode. Yes so what we're gonna get into is based on your favorite Kardashian slash Jenner which book should you pick up? So starting with Chris you know she's got the whole momager vibes. She literally coined the term. Yeah she did and she I think is still their their manager for everything. I would assume. Right? So. Yeah. It'd be crazy if they got someone else. Yeah. So she's basically like the brains behind the Kardashian slash Jenner brand. Definitely. That woman is a hard worker. Mm-hmm. She's done a lot for the success of her children. So we thought of Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Those of you who have read it know that Mrs. Bennett is very determined to get her daughters married to someone, well, yeah, so it's yeah, not, it's a little <laughs> different, but um, Miss really Bennett still has the momager vibes going on yes. for that day and age because she wants the best for her daughters and will do whatever it takes to and for her house, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so if Chris is your favorite, check out Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. It is a classic, so if you're not into 
old English or the classics, <laughs> maybe watch, pass on that. Or just watch the movie with Karen Knight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now for Courtney, we had some trouble thinking of some ideas for her. Mm-hmm. Just because she's so... I feel like Courtney is so down to earth sometimes, and then sometimes just the complete opposite. Like Yeah, it's wild. like you love her, and you're here for everything she has to say, but then other times you're like, wow, she's kind of maybe being selfish? I don't know. I love how open she is about how everyone needs therapy, and she's really good, I think, at setting mm-hmm. boundaries with her family. Very good, and she has no qualms telling you like it is. Yes, I like I, how she can just, if you're not good for her. You're, well... It I took her a while to family. get. Yeah, I didn't yeah. bring in romantic relationships. That is different. <laughs> that is different, and that can be really tough. Yes. To get out of those types of toxic or abusive relationships, um, but for Courtney, we were going back and forth a lot with what book. Originally, we had talked about The Devil Wears Prada, just because if you've watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you'll see her style evolve and change drastically, and. Like, yeah. sometimes sometimes <laughs> she has the best outfit. Sometimes you're like, what like, the heck are like you the wearing? the Met Gala outfit she was wearing. Oh, yeah. That was wild. This last, this last past. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> Words. I think that's um, the first one she was invited to anyways. It was. But stuff like that, I can kind of give that a pass just because those types of events are supposed to be kind of ridiculous Shocking, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but just in her daily life, like, I one outfit that stands out in my mind I forgot what season it was on, but she was wearing this. <laughs> yes, I know what you're gonna say. This, I think it was like a white button down with a mini like Daisy Dukes, black Daisy Dukes, <laughs> and these gladiator shoes that went up to her knee. And I'm pretty sure they were high heeled too. And it was it was just so confusing to look at. And I know they they talked about it on the show as well. Oh, that's not that's funny. That's not the outfit I was thinking of. But I do remember <laughs> like yeah, the the gladiator shoes. They were such a like 2014 thing. Was it? I I, I feel I, like I remember I them being like, a thing. Like in I guess in high school. Yeah. yeah so you back. Graduated in 2014. But I feel like yeah. Well, I was thinking of the outfit that was like a like a Japanese like a traditional Japanese shirt. Okay. And then, like, snake boots. And I remember Kim, in that episode, Kim goes, I can't even walk around with you guys. You're embarrassing me so much. Because (laughs) Chloe was also wearing something Chloe went through a phase where, remember those headpieces she would wear? She wore those things everywhere. (laughs) You're like, what are you doing? No, those were definitely such a thing. I remember I wanted to wear those to school all the time, but the answer was no for my family. So (laughs) That was probably... Probably looking back now, you're like, thank you. Yeah. Well, no, I think I think I should have been able to make the decision. You should have, yeah. For myself. And then you're right, you're right. Ki- Live and you learn. Chloe, Chloe Kardashian, Kardashian did, did it. it. Yeah. Like, please. We all, as Taylor <laughs> Swift said, you got to deal with the cringe. Let's do it, yeah. <laughs> okay, so going back to Courtney's choice of book. All right. We eventually settled on a book called Second First Impressions. This... Well, in the book, it's kind of an enemies-to-lovers situation, but the guy in the book reminds me a lot of how she describes Travis and how Travis looks. So the guy, um, the main lead in the book, is tatted up, and he's a tattoo artist. And it just reminds me of Travis's look. The relationship she has now is great, and this is a romance book, so hopefully her romance life 
you know, just yeah. flourishes. I really hope the best for her and Travis. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Kim. For those of you who are Kim lovers, we would say definitely go out and pick up the book Just Mercy, which was written by Brian Stevenson. And yes, it's also the book that was based on the movie that came out with Michael B. Jordan. Um, but for anyone who either doesn't know what Just Mercy is or you haven't seen the movie, if you haven't, I definitely highly recommend going to see it. The book talks about criminal justice reform and how Brian Stevenson established the Equal Justice Initiative, which works a lot with inmates who are on death row. And the book also talks about children in the criminal justice system, specifically ones who are held in adult prisons. Um, So if you're looking to educate yourself on that, even if you're not looking to educate yourself on that, this is definitely a book that everyone should read. And you should definitely check out EJI, again, the Equal Justice Initiative. Um, I, I feel like it's pretty obvious why we chose this one for Kim, but just kind of rehashing it. In this last episode, Kim talks a lot about how, you know, when she becomes a lawyer and even as she's studying to become a lawyer, she's working with organizations that help um, inmates who are on death row get fair trials and hopefully overturn things that shouldn't have happened in the first place. And Kim Kardashian is just sharing so much information about criminal justice reform. One, and EJI just focuses a lot on fixing the broken system. On to the next, Chloe. This is another one we had to give more time to think about because we both love Chloe. We think she's awesome. She's a great friend. She's got a great personality. She's hilarious. She hasn't been the luckiest in love, which... I'm sad for her because it seems like that's something that she wants. So hopefully one day she finds someone who's good enough for her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because, man, these duds. I don't even understand what's wrong with them. Like, they have such a great thing. But I'm glad that she's a mom now because that's also something that she's really wanted. Um, And it seems like she's – obviously she loves True. um, And she's really happy being a mom. Yes. So – True's lucky to have Chloe. Yeah. She's such a good mom. So, for Chloe, we decided to go with The Marriage Game, which was written by Sarah Desi. I believe is how you say the author's last name. I love this series so much. There are three books, The Marriage Game, The Dating Plan, and The Singles Table. I laughed out loud, cried laughing throughout this book. Yes, I remember when Haley was reading this book, we were... Yeah, The Marriage Game. We were sitting on the couch, each reading our own book, and... I swear, every five minutes, Haley was laughing at something. (laughs) And I remember thinking, like, what the heck? Like, usually books, like, you get a chuckle out of me here or there. And I was like, okay, if this book is making her literally laugh out loud, it's got to be good. Mm -hmm. And so there was one time where me and Haley were like, okay, let's exchange books. Like, whatever book I give you, you have to read and vice versa. And so this was the book that Haley gave me to read. And it was great. I loved it. So funny. So the point of this book is um this these two people have share an office space and they're kind of haters to lovers but they share an office space but they don't want to and the girl says i just need to get married and the guy his name is sam goes okay i'll help you and we'll just go on a bunch i'll go on a bunch of dates with you so that you can find the right guy and she's like yes and so the course (laughs) of the book is just 
Because the deal was if she found somebody... She would leave. Yes. She didn't... So she wouldn't have to work anymore. But if she, if the guy couldn't help her find a husband, he then would she, he would leave. So as you can tell, there was plenty of dates that were just crazy, didn't go well. People could probably relate to some of them. Yes. There was one date. The one that made me laugh out so much, I'll never forget, was like she went on a date with this guy who was <laughs> a CIA agent. If those of you can't see right now, yeah. Haley's doing major air, air quotes, quotes around CIA agents. And it was just hilarious because there really are people like that who just... What? <laughs> <laughs> who really play up the job that they have or... I don't even know. He was he was definitely lying, but it was just hilarious. So yes. Funny. We're just wishing Chloe the best. This loves, was a romance, a rom-com, mm-hmm. and so we're hoping that's... Hopefully she's gone through her duds already and she can find her Sam. (laughs) On to the next, Robert Kardashian. Fan favorite. Of course. Always in our hearts. We love him. He's a gem of a man. For him, we have chosen Isn't It Romantic, which is the fourth book in the series of the Bromance Book Club, written by Lisa K. Adams. This is a great series because... It talks about all these people that you would typically think of as being, quote unquote, like manly men or Mm -hmm. guys who wouldn't want to be seen in a book club, stuff like that. But they all kind of band together and all they read are romance books to kind of better their love life um, and understand, you know, what it is that women are actually looking for in a man. Mm -hmm. And so they all kind of like talk about it and strategize the best way to approach certain situations or to kind of remedy the mistakes that they've made. If you listen to the first Bobska podcast, you'll remember me saying that Lucian from A Portrait of a Scotsman is my favorite is my favorite romance book and my favorite love interest. Like he would be my dream man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Yeah. Yeah, listen to the shady guys. <laughs> <laughs> but in this series I always forget his name, which I think might be, like, I don't know what the psychology is behind that, but it's either Mick or Mac. Mac. Yeah, I can never remember, and I just don't know why. I usually always remember names, but I can't ever remember his. Anyways, he is my second favorite fictional boyfriend of all time. And Mac is the the second book uh, in the bromance book series called Undercover Bromance. And he started the book club and got all of these guys to join. And I love him. I think he is such an amazing character. But anyways, we chose the fourth book. <laughs> we didn't choose We didn't choose <laughs> Mac Rob. <laughs> so. <laughs> Take that as you will. Um, we chose Vlad because Vlad is just so goofy and funny and sweet throughout all the first three books. Mm-hmm. And you kind of fall in love with him because he's just so sweet. And So I've only read the first two so far. Haley's read all of them. Mm-hmm. And is he the one that had the dairy issue? Yes. Okay, so in the second book, there's a scene where Mac and a couple other guys in the Bromance Book Club are trying to break into <laughs> this office space. Not and being sketchy. Not being sketchy at all. But Vlad had 
I think it was a burrito or something. Yeah. He had something Jesus. that had dairy in it. Yeah. yeah. And apparently he just lets one loose in the hallway mm-hmm. and it just is like a bomb has gone off. But anyway, we digress. Anyways. That has nothing to do with why we chose Vlad for <laughs> Rob. Maybe maybe Rob has some dairy issue, yeah, but maybe. I don't know. But anyways, in the fourth book, you obviously get to know him and his love interests. And it was just very sweet. He's such a good guy. He loves deeply and is very passionate about everything in his life. And so it was just very fitting for Rob, I thought. Yeah, it seems very fitting. All right, on to our two favorite, Kendall and Kylie. Um, we say that with love. Yeah, we just really... <laughs> we just, we don't connect with them And, that I mean, much. they really aren't that well-known because yeah, they were so and, little when the show started. Yeah, it's and they're not... the Kardashians for a reason. Yeah, and they're not, at least with this new season, they're not on as much. So instead of going with personality traits we decided to go with a quote that they've said. So for Kendall, her one of her famous quotes that we chose was, you know what they say, dress your best when you go to bed because you don't know who you'll see in your dreams. It's a great quote. I love the quote. And for this, we've chosen the book, The Two Lives of Lydia Bird by Josie Silver. This is like kind of a sad romance, but what happens is when Lydia Bird goes to sleep, she sees one of her past loves um, who's recently died. And so, like, she likes to go to sleep because she gets to be with that person. But then when she wakes up, you know, she has to face the reality that they're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And so it's a pretty intense story, but it's a good book. So just based on that quote, we went with that book. Yeah, perfect. Then for Kylie... We went with the quote, the more people love you, the more there's going to be people that hate you. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So we chose Daisy Jones and the Six, such an amazing book. It's about a band in the 60s. I got it because it won the book of the month, like yearly favorite. Like book of the year. Yeah, there we go, book of the year. And I got it just because it was the winner. So I was like, obviously people loved it. Mm -hmm. But when I read the description, I was like, no way will I ever like this. But I decided to read it anyways, and I finished it in two days. It was amazing. Yeah, Haley, it's by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This who's is a first great one, author. But this is the first one I ever read by her. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea she was as amazing. She's like Malcolm Gladwell. They could write about shampoo, and I would just eat it up. I would think it's the best thing ever. Yeah, but one thing interesting about Daisy Jones and the Six is the way that this book is written is all interview format. Yeah. So that's very interesting. So for that reason, I think it's best to listen to it on audiobook because the audiobook has a different narrator for each person. So it makes it really interesting and engaging and you can kind of keep track of like who's saying what. Whereas when you just read the book, it just has, you know, like name what they said. I, I didn't have a hard time keeping up with that though either. Well, I don't think you would have a hard time keeping up like in the reading it, but like Certain audiobooks, like, may just have one narrator, yeah. which would have been a little harder, but I'm saying this one was just so engaging because mm-hmm. they had different voice actors for each person, and it was just so much fun to listen to, and, and I think I was engaged uh, more because it was, like, listening to a podcast or, or listening or to something. something. Yeah, That's exactly. Really cool. I loved how, you know, when you're interviewing someone about the same event, you're obviously going to get two different perspectives, mm-hmm. and I loved how some of the people were very unreliable, like, you didn't know who was telling the truth. And I, I thought that was so interesting because it would be the same day or between two people. But depending on 
what type of person they are or what was going on, they point out different things. So I thought that was just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so all great books. (laughs) We highly recommend them. If you've read them, let us know what you think. If you think somebody else would have been better with a different book and you have some suggestions, let us know. Or ones for Kylie and Kendall. Yeah, based on their personalities, hit us up. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode. Let us know your thoughts and feelings. Leave us a review wherever you listen and connect with us on at Books on Instagram. That's spelled at B-O-B-S-K-A-B-O-O-K-S. Bye.